From the newsroom at news.com.au. Hi, I'm Andrew Bucklow and this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Tuesday the 26th of May. Scott Morrison will today pledge to get the economy out of the intensive care unit with a grim warning that companies need to get off the medication of handouts like JobKeeper. The brutal message is set to dash hopes that the PM will bow to pressure and extend the wage subsidy scheme to more workers who missed out on the $1,500 fortnightly payments. Mr Morrison will warn Aussies that the roadmap to recovery could last as long as three to five years and unemployment will get worse before it gets better. Meanwhile, Australia's active coronavirus cases have fallen below 500 as the number of recoveries outpaces the new infections recorded each day. More than 6,500 people have recovered from the deadly virus, leaving 484 currently infected. The current number of cases hasn't been below 500 since March 17. To the UK now, when Boris Johnson's chief advisor, he is in a bit of hot water for travelling 400 kilometres to stay near family despite lockdown laws. Now, the advisor says he understands the public anger but doesn't regret his decision. Boris Johnson is currently resisting calls to sack him. The PM even went as far to defend his chief advisor's decision. I think he followed the instincts of every father and every parent and I do not mark him down for that. He has acted responsibly and legally and with integrity. In other news, the New South Wales RFS Commissioner has been grilled by the project's Waleed Ali, detailing how Celeste Barber's $51 million in donations for the bushfires will be spent. Have a listen. Things like helmets, respiratory protection. The other things that we're thinking of is retrofitting fire trucks to make sure they have the latest protection equipment on them. One of the other things that this ruling's done is enable us to support firefighters that have been uh, killed and their, uh, or injured and their families. But when probed over what his reaction would be if the New South Wales government requested the funds be given as a gift to states hit hard by the fires, here's what he had to say. To be quite honest, I don't think there's any state that's been hit harder than New South Wales in this last fire season. Uh, There was no state that's been hit harder. Uh, New South Wales was hit from August through to February. Uh, We had the most uh, losses of life, losses of property. So I don't think there's any state that's uh, done it tougher than New South Wales. We'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Well, horse racing is set to break with 140 years of tradition by moving the Caulfield Cup to late November. Now, it's usually a key lead-up race to the Melbourne Cup, but Racing Victoria is expected to announce an overhaul of its spring dates next week, pushing the Caulfield Cup back to November 28. The Melbourne Cup would still be run on the first Tuesday in November. And finally, Queen legend Brian May has revealed that he was close to death after suffering a heart attack recently. The muso said there had been a lot of pressure to have open-heart surgery from his doctors, but after consideration, he opted for three stents to be put in instead. Long live the Queen, guitarist. That's it from the newsroom, and if you want the day's coronavirus updates in one place, head to news.com.au and subscribe to our daily newsletter for all the info you need. We'll be back with another update in the Arvo. Brought to you by news.com.au. 
The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.